Folks, how's it going? Arm and Hammer here. Now that Matt Fraser has retired, it's time for us to take a look at his body of work. And we're going to start with his top five CrossFit Games moments. And he has had a long career. Picking five moments was kind of challenging. I'm sure your five moments are going to disagree with my five moments, but I'm curious to see where we overlap and where we disagree. But before we get there, be sure to subscribe to the channel so that you don't miss any of that content and also stick around for the end of the video for a word from one of my sponsors. Now let's get to it. Matt Frazier has had a long career in the CrossFit space, which is an interesting thing to point out because yeah, we all know that he's won five straight, but his first appearance at regionals 2013, he actually missed the cut making it to the CrossFit Games by not that much. And his next two appearances of the CrossFit Games, his second place finishes really set him up for the domination that we saw him throw down in his five straight wins. And we're gonna begin with these top five moments at his first CrossFit Games Championship, 2016, the Suicide Sprint event. Coming into the 2016 CrossFit Games, Matt Fraser was determined to show off what he had been up to in the off season. He had been second place in 2014, which to him was fantastic. Second place in 2015, which he said many, many times was the worst he's ever felt and he never wanted to feel that again. And his off season and training going into the 2016 CrossFit Games was the first look at the sort of discipline and dedication that he would continue to put in through the rest of his career. And the suicide sprint event was the perfect example of all of that hard work. Now, there were a lot of things that went into Matt Fraser taking second place in 2015, and he's made it super clear that that was an incredibly disappointing year for him. It was a year that he wasn't proud of the work that he put in, and the second place finish, the, the just the bloody taste in his mouth that it left, he worked very hard throughout the rest of his career to show us that that was not Matt Fraser at his best, that he can actually put together a much stronger performance. And of course, we saw that play out, but the suicide sprint event in 2016 was really the entrance of a dramatically different Matt Fraser. By the time he got to that point in the 2016 CrossFit Games weekend, he was already comfortably in the lead, but the memory of placing 25th or 24th and 37th in the sprint events in 2015 was clearly fresh on his mind and no one knew that he had been spending his time in the off season bringing his sprinting up to be one of his strengths. And so when he finished second overall in the 2016 suicide sprint event, it was a message to everybody that Matt Fraser was here and he was here to dominate. Now let's move forward to 2017, Matt Fraser's second championship year and the first year that the games moved to Madison, Wisconsin. Fraser had come into the 2016 CrossFit Games the favorite to win, but no one really knew what he was capable of. And when he showed us with, at that time, the most dominant CrossFit Games championship ever, everybody kind of paid attention. And he was the favorite going into 2017, but again, no one really knew what that was gonna look like. And when Matt Fraser stepped onto the competition floor for the final event of the 2017 CrossFit Games, the Fibonacci final, he was over 200 points ahead of second place, which meant he literally had nothing but a minimum work requirement between him 
and his second championship. And that minimum work requirement was handstand push-ups and kettlebell deadlifts. If you've ever heard Fraser talk about his mindset while he's on the competition floor, it's very clear that he pays no attention to what is going on around him outside of his immediate competitors and the people he needs to beat. He knows what the clock is showing him, he knows what his competitors are doing, but the crowd, the stands, the noise, the music, none of that enters into his field of perception. And he purposefully puts himself in a position like that because he doesn't want to be distracted by where Sammy is or where O'Keefe is or where his family is in the stands except for Fibonacci final in 2017. The moment he finishes that minimum work requirement, Fraser comes off and just looks around. And it's a beautiful moment of him almost astonished at what he's been able to do up until that point. And he's talked about this moment himself a bunch of different times about how it was this once in a lifetime thing of soaking in the reward for all of his hard work. And you can see it on his face, a man who knows he's put in the work and is enjoying the rewards of that. We're gonna jump ahead here to 2019. 2019 was a wild year for the CrossFit Games. Regionals had been thrown out the window, the Open was a direct qualifier for the games, the field of competitors almost quadrupled, and suddenly the CrossFit Games were a huge event with many different cuts involved. So starting off with cutting the field in half after the first couple of events, after each of the first couple of events, and these series of brutal cuts to just the top 10, the first time we've seen only the top 10 competing against each other for half the weekend. Fraser was not in the lead when they entered the top 10 because while he had had good performances, he had had a major, major penalty assessed to him, which almost knocked him out mathematically from winning the games. So by the time he entered the top 10 and there was just a handful of events remaining, he was well behind Noah Olson, who was in the lead, and there was mathematically a situation in which Fraser wins every single remaining event of the weekend, but still would not beat Noah for the championship. Knowing that this is the case and fighting for his fourth straight championship in 2019, Fraser essentially sent it on every single event with no consideration for what was coming next. He just needed to accrue as many points as possible and he needed to do it in the shortest amount of time possible because there was only a handful of events remaining. And the event where Matt Fraser actually earned his leader's jersey back and set himself up to win the CrossFit game for the fourth time in a row was actually a pair of events. It was Ringer 1 and Ringer 2, two very short aggressive sprints back to back with a short rest in the middle. And Fraser needed to get as many points as he could in those two events. They were both worth 100 points that he possibly could earn. So his goal was to win them both. And while he didn't win them both, thanks to James Newberry completely selling his soul on the first event for 100 points, Fraser was able to take a second place in the first event and then a first place in the second event, earning him back his white leader's jersey and putting him in a position to win his fourth CrossFit Games championship in a row. Our next top five moment for Matt Fraser at the CrossFit Games actually comes from the 2020 season, which was 
a really wild season. The entire format was upended due to the COVID-19 pandemic, and it basically removed most of the qualifying athletes from the field before the competition even started. And by the time the games kicked off a delayed several months late, it was in two different stages. There was an online stage that had the top 20 worldwide from the open and the 10 sanctional qualifiers that happened before all the pandemic shutdowns occurred. And that online stage was gonna qualify just the top five to the in-person CrossFit Games finals. In order to make the online stage fair, it was designed so that there were these blocks of time that were about four hours long, and each athlete, regardless of where they were in the world, were gonna be doing those workouts that were in that block for their time zone. So it wouldn't be unfair to people in Australia, for example, if it was based off of a Pacific time zone for the West Coast of the United States. Instead, it was just, 8 a.m. or 9 a.m. wherever you were until noon in order to get the first block of workouts done. And so it created this environment where it was completely blind. For the first time in the CrossFit Games, the athletes were competing against other athletes with no idea whatsoever what any of their competitors were actually doing in terms of their scores. And in this setting, completely opaque, no visibility into what your competitors are doing, Fraser took on the first event of the 2020 CrossFit Games online stage, which was a savagely updated version of Fran that was heavier and had more volume, and he had no other option but to completely send it. And I think it's possible this is the one and only time we've seen a true 100% Matt Fraser compared to everybody else in the field because he beat second place by 47 seconds in an event that took him three minutes. So he was about 20%, 25% faster than second place in a sprint. The final moment in this top five of Matt Fraser's CrossFit Games moment is probably one that you saw coming. It is his final steps as a CrossFit Games competitor on the competitive field in Atlanta at the 2020 CrossFit Games. Like I said earlier, 2020 is a strange year. And while Matt Fraser handily won that online stage for the 2020 CrossFit Games, it's not like he carried over any of his points or any of his lead or any performances. They completely reset the scores going into the finals. And against the other top four best CrossFitters in the world. Matt Fraser, in the hardest CrossFit games there's ever been, only lost two events. He won every single event outside of two events. And those two events, his margin for taking second place, seven pounds and 10 seconds. So by the time we made it to the final event of the 2020 CrossFit Games at Atlanta, a long and grueling event to cap off a long and grueling weekend, Fraser was well, well outside of anybody touching him. And so he and his training partner, Tia Claire Toomey, who have pushed each other to unseen heights of performance and competitive dominance in the CrossFit Games space in each of their divisions, they stuck together through that entire event and finished the event together, crossing the finish line hand in hand, arms up in the air, a celebratory moment capping off what we now know was the final time that we would see Matt Fraser 
on the competitive field. Now folks, you've heard me tell you how important it is for you to take care of your tootsies. And if you have calluses on your hands that are going to bunch up and tear and bleed everywhere and stop you from training or being a functioning adult in the real world, well, that's a really easily preventable problem and why wouldn't you prevent it? That is what Calicure does. This is a fantastic tool. It's a file sandpaper. You can use it wet, you can use it dry. It's good for taking care of your calluses so that you don't tear or rip while you're working out and you don't have like leper hands as a human being functioning in the world. So it's like floss, but for your hands, which is to say that it's probably something boring that you haven't been doing up until this point, but it's going to pay off massive dividends if you actually do take care of your hands on a regular basis. Also, definitely floss. But either way, you can get a Calicure file by going to calicureit.com, C-A-L-I-C-U-R-E-I-T.com. Use the code ARMEN20, A-R-M-E-N-2-0. You get 20% off, you support the show. Let's all help each other not have gross, disgusting, bleeding hands. You know what I mean?